On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Lisa Leonard. Ms. Leonard is the founder and executive director of Competitive Edge EQ. This is Sue Thompson, executive director and league commissioner for the Interscholastic Athletic Association of Maryland. The IAM formed in 1999, and our purpose is to provide structure and organized support for interscholastic competition for female student athletes at our 30 member schools. We are represented in seven counties and Baltimore City. To achieve our goals, the IAM regards athletics and competition as a vital part of the educational process, meaning that our focus includes the promotion of the physical, mental, moral, social, and emotional well-being for all student athletes. By offering 14 sports, the IAM oversees hundreds of teams and well over a thousand female athletes each year who are ready to compete in sanctioned meets, matches, and games, and even more to create memories and experiences that will last a lifetime. The IAM embraces the highest ideals of fair play, integrity, and respect. For schedules, scores, and current news, please go to our website at www.iamsports.com. That's www.iamsports.com. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Lisa Leonard, thanks for being here. I appreciate you being spending some time with me. Oh, absolutely. I am ecstatic to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So a lot of times I start my podcast with a little banter about how hard it is to find my studio. I'm, I'm in Baltimore, I'm in Hamden, and I'm in one of those little gentrified mills along 83, and it's a little quirky down sure. here, and it's a little hard to find. But you didn't come to the studio. I, it was my call because you're not in Baltimore, are you, Lisa? No, no. I am further south, I guess, in uh, Akakeek, Maryland, closer right. to the National Harbor. Oh, okay. Okay. I was down National Harbor. That's a nice place. Very nice place. Very nice place. Akaki. Please don't ask me to spell that. <laughs> Listen, A-C-C-O-K-E-E-K. Let's do it twice. All right. Do it again. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> so I invited on the show because I noticed you have a company called the Competitive Edge EQ, and I'm fascinated. Sure. And I don't want to tell anybody about it because we got to dig into Lisa Leonard's past just a little bit. The, Absolutely. The podcast is about is is targeted or geared towards middle school, high school athletes, their families, and their journey through athletics, student athletics. And I think competitive edge is something people want to hear about. But sure. can you tell us a little bit about your journey in youth athletics? And it can be yours or it can be one of your child's. It's your choice, Lisa. Go ahead. Tell me about it. Sure. So I actually will start with myself because I'm one of four kids um, and I actually played softball volleyball. I tried track. 
um, but I got uh, jacked up by the hurdles and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and so I, I planted my feet in the basketball space, um, played for a number of years. Um, but I think what's most important is understanding my, my experience with recruitment um, because that was an eye opener for me. And that was many, many, many moons ago. I was really just excited that I someone wanted me to come to their school. Um, quite a few. I was recruited pretty good. Um, but um, I didn't understand how to navigate that space. I am a first gen, what, what we call now first gen um, child. And so I didn't know how to navigate that space. And quite honestly, John, I thought when Coppin State is where I went to school, um, I thought when that coach came to see me, I was literally the only person that he was coming to see. And, and when I got to campus and realized that there were other post players or, or power forwards on campus, I was disappointed. It literally threw me back on my heels. And so I had to learn how to get in a dogfight, so to speak, in order to um, get those minutes. So that was a bit of an emotional um, challenge for me. But fast forward or, um, to present, um, I have a daughter who plays. Um, and this is where my love for the sport came back. It returned um, in watching Bianca kind of navigate the athletic space. Um, it was definitely pretty interesting when it got to the point of, um, like all of us, I think this point of COVID was a challenge, right? How do we navigate this space? Uh, but prior to that, we had the opportunity to kind of travel all over the country. She played for one of the top programs in the country. Um, and so we had the opportunity to travel all over the country. Um, I had the opportunity to observe and research um, thousands of student uh, student athletes. Uh, but I think the most most compelling um, thing for me was watching my daughter navigate the space. So you, you um, mentioned she was a, a travel team or an AAU team. What team was that? Yes. She played for Team Takeover. I don't, um, I don't know much about Team Takeover. What in, in, a, in a, just to, not to diverge from your conversation, no, is, you is, is it DC based? Is it all girls, all boys? And you say you travel no, all over no. the country. So, is this a big deal? Team Takeover is probably one of the top um, programs in the country. Um, if not the top, probably one, second or third at this point. But when she played, they were number one in the country. Um, so high-powered organization. Um, she was with them from fifth grade till about 10th grade. Oh, wow. um, and then we played with um, her last year. We played with, um, uh, um, golly, what's the name of the, the team? Uh, they're now called Shabbat Academy. Um, but she played with another team for her last year. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which also was a top team in a top high school, um, in the country. <laughs> so she's played all of her career with, um, you know, pretty, pretty high profile, um, student athletes. And, and it was uh, quite just, a commitment to athletics and, and oh the, the journey through that, I'm sure you've had some bonding. I bet the time spent together, the travel together, hotels, yes. restaurants, that was that was kind of but, a you bought into that. Yeah, so the truth is though, you know, what is is really compelling is that 
uh, parents who travel with their young people, their student athletes, um, spend more time than any other parent, right? So we were all over the country, like you said, the um, restaurants, hotels, spending the entire month of July pretty much living out of our bag um, and um, in hotels, but it gave us the most incredible time to get to know each other as Bianca continued to grow, um, but to bond as a family and so forth. So people who work, who travel with their kids, it's a lot of time that you're spending on a road. And of course, a lot of money. It's a huge investment. It's investment of time. It's investment of money. It, it's investment of social um, the social world that young people want um, to, to experience, student athletes give up a lot. They give up a lot in order to pursue the thing that they love. So did um, this experience, this travel, this time, all the stuff that went into the, your, your, your relationship with your daughter and, and student athletics, did it lead you to create or come up with Competitive Edge? How, how's the transition there? What, what, and tell sure. us a little bit about Competitive Edge. Yes, so I will say, starting with the latter, in that the reason we started Competitive Edge was primarily because of watching, observing um, Bianca's last year um, in comp in competitive sport or AAU, um, but also looking at the world and how young people were navigating the academic space and athletic space during COVID. So when that, um, when the world shut down, the question was, how is my daughter going to navigate this space? And she too was like, listen, this is my recruiting year. What am I supposed to do? So she was kind of hit with that as everyone else was hit with it, um, but also hit with shifting teams. And so emotionally, if she didn't have us to help navigate the space, um, she would have been in a very difficult situation. So she's trying to understand adults when she switched teams. Um, she's trying to understand now the world is shutting down. Um, she went to Bullis and so um, they were already kind of involved in the extended um, or, or the home learning or virtual experience they were already kind of seeped in that a little bit yeah i kept hearing the word asynchronous which is like okay that means yes. you're not going that, to school right <laughs> yes so that whole asynchronous thing they were already wrapped up in that to some degree so that was a natural thing for her that was a natural transition but all the other stuff caused concern for me and so in our discussions, we will talk about how she's feeling, how she's navigating her emotions around this space and how we could be a support for her. And I've always done self-development work. I've always worked with young people. I'm a former educator of 25 plus years. I'm about to tell my age, but I've always worked with young people in this space, um, building their character, building their ability to kind of navigate their emotional space. And so when we were thinking about what, how do we um, address the problem that we see, th that's that emotional space, um, we said, wait a minute, EQ, emotional intelligence. This is where we need to plant our feet. Um, everyone's doing the st skills and drills. Everyone's doing the strengthening. But there are a ton of student athletes 
who are trying to figure this thing out emotionally. And not just them, parents are trying to figure it out too. And so in, in observing our athletic space kind of transforming to some degree, we wanted to plant our feet in a space that allowed us to build the capacity of young adults, the capacity of even parents um, and coaches. Um, how do we all navigate this space to keep it fun for young people, but also for young people to start thinking about what are my steps after sport is over? What are my steps while I'm navigating this space? How do I navigate this space in a way that's beneficial to me? How do I respond to the failures that I that I encounter every time up and down the field or every time up and down the court? How do I bounce back from that? So we decided that we wanted to plant our feet in the emotional intelligence space because that's a space that not many people are kind of dancing in. Yes, the mental toughness space, building that mental skill is a, is a space that many people are talking about. And so we said, no, we're going to plant our feet in the emotional space to build young people's emotional skills. So, so how do you do that? I mean, it, and, and you pro there's, this is probably multifactorial. Uh, you probably have yes, lots of things you can do. That's not like sure. one, one thing that you do to, because uh, kids are complicated. Emotions oh. are complicated. And, yes. but is there, give me an idea of one thing that competitive edge EQ would do. Sure. So I, I, I love to talk about um, building um, our emotional capacity or vocabulary, granularity. So building a young person's granularity, their emotional vocabulary is incredibly important to me. And probably I would say, John, incredibly important to most parents because what happens when you ask your child, how are you feeling? What's going on? How was school today? Everything is okay. All right. Uh-huh. Nothing. Um, we didn't do anything. You mean to tell me you've been in school for eight hours and you've learned and did nothing? Ho, ho, Lisa, have you been talking to my daughter? Because that could have, that's that's her. She, this is this is ridiculous. Wait, wait a minute. There's probably some similarities amongst uh, kids and student athletes. So I don't want to make fun of this, but it is interesting. So sure. I, 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 I could talk to you all day, Lisa. I could talk to you all. This this is fascinating. I, I know my listeners yeah. are, are, are probably have a short attention span like me. Um, I like to I like to get into the the meat of the conversation and and it's all boils down to Lisa Leonard is is walking the walk and talking to talk and and you've been around this you were an educator for twenty five years you were an athlete your daughter was an athlete you've been around athletes you're trying to help athletes there has to be something that you said over and over again or there has to be a message one message that if you know it if you could just say it one time record it and let everybody hear it this yeah. this is the one thing that I would recommend for a student, for a parent, for someone that's on this journey, because you've been there. Maybe someone's, you know, just starting the journey. Maybe, you know, there's a sixth grader or, or a parent of a, a middle oh my school. Gosh. It, it, yes. what, what would you say to that person? If you had, you had just one thing you could tell them, is there, is, do you have any advice for them? So the, I, I've, you know, I, I want to be intentional about this response um, because I think it's really, really important. And high insight is 2020, right? Um, the truth of the matter is in, in this, this space that we live in, the athletic space, the truth of the matter is that many young people will not move on to play at the college level. Um, or sometimes the, 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 your career ends as a result of 
an injury or, uh, or something of the sort, God forbid, right? So one of the things that I, I want to make sure that young people, and well, young people understand because parents understand it fully, I think, is that your value as a human being, your value as a person is not wrapped up in the sport. And unfortunately, young people um, are coming up, this generation is coming up in a time where everything is tied to a like, um, a, a reshare and so forth. But I want them to understand that whether you play sport, you continue to play the sport that you love or not, the whether or not you go to a D1, D2, D3 school, whether or not it's, it's your career is over, the sport does not dictate your value. And you have to be mindful that you are valuable no matter what. You are valuable no matter what recruiter comes to see you or not. That the sport that you play, it, it really is just a passion. But unfortunately, young people spend 10, 12 years pursuing a sport and then they get to the end of it and they have to deal with what we call athletic foreclosure. And a part of that is because they've been pursuing the sport so long, they don't know what they enjoy outside of, of the sport. And so find time to enjoy other things. Find time to um, explore new passions. Find time to really think about what you want to do after the sport is over. Because it doesn't matter what level you play. I've played, the sport is over, right? There are tons of other people that have played. You can go to the highest, Shaquille O'Neal. Sport is over. And so at some point in your life, the time comes to an end, the crowd stops screaming, the air kind of goes out of the ball as, as John Thompson used to say, and you have to recalibrate and figure out now what do I do? So that's the work that we do in, in terms of helping you to explore those things before the end of sport. Lisa, that is great advice. Thank you for doing that. Now, this podcast is coming out Monday morning. Hopefully people are listening to it right away, but you have something going on later in the week, don't you? Yes. So um, October the 19th, which is my daughter's birthday. Um, right, right. She, she, we negotiated on this day. Okay. <laughs> um, we are having a town hall um, to discuss um, prioritizing um, the emotional well-being of student athletes. It's an action-packed panel. I am stoked about this panel. We have Jerome Williams, who used to be, who, who's a former um, NBA um, at a, a player. We have uh, Josh Morgan, who's a former NFL um, player. We have um, Carolyn um, Moose, who is a former WNBA player. We have uh, Dr. Lisa Daniels from Howard University. I probably should not have started naming everyone. So, so if, you, if you leave someone on. else, please, please, I, I, I put Lisa on the spot. So if she doesn't name you, but where, where, <laughs> where is it? How do people find out about it? How much does it cost? Um, how can they sign up? To, give us all that. Sure. So the best thing about this event is that it's free. 
F R E E. It is free. Lisa, the I can afford that. that... <laughs> See, listen, the knowledge that you're going to get and the opportunity to engage high level players, um, you can't get it anywhere for free, right? And so it's going to be at Archbishop Carroll in, in Washington, D.C. Um, but what people can do is go to my, our Instagram, Competitive Edge EQ, at Competitive Edge EQ. The um, link is in our bio. Click that link, register. Um, you'll get more information coming through your email. Um, and you're in, right? It's just that simple. That was easy. Yep. Yep, we, yep. we need a button. That was easy. That was easy. Lisa Leonard, I want to thank you so much for spending some time. Do you have a website or, or, or are you also I on do. Facebook or is there anything? We're else? on Facebook, uh, Competitive Edge EQ as well. Uh, Competitive Edge EQ. Um, our website is slightly different. So is www.competeq.org. C-O-M-P-E-D-E-Q.org. Thank you so much. Not a problem. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.